0: On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safdie for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef ben Mazal and Shalomor Rafael ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanichem B'Gan Eden Amen Daf Yud Alif. Today's Daf is being studied for Asherema Hacham Shimon Baghdadani Ben Habiba El Na Lo El Na Lo El Na Refana Lo V'Ra'kle Hashidav Yishmor B'Toch Shaar Chole Amo Yisrael Amen We are starting today's Daf on. Yud Amud Bet, and we start on the bottom line. Man Tana Lehadet Tanur Banan. Who is the author of the following Brayta? Kol Lo All the gates that were in the Azarav de Bet Tamidash, they did not have a Mizuza Hutz Mishahar Nicanor, except for the gate that was called Nikanor. Nikanor was the one that brought the gates from Alexandria and Misnayim back to uh, Eretz Israel, and there's a whole story how he brought them back miraculously, and therefore they named the gates after Nicanor. In any event, it's a Shah Nicanor did have a mezuzah. paredrin. Because the way the Kohen Gadol would access Lishkat Paredrin, that's where he stayed. He would go through the Lishka, the um, the gate of Nicanor. That was the way he would go in. So therefore, it's considered a an entrance way to the to the bed Dira. So we're learning over here, not only does the bed dirah, a residency, need a mezuzah, but a, a, a door that leads to the residency, like Shahni Kanor that also needs a mezuzah as well. So the Gabbara says, Lema Rabbanani velor biyuda. Well, this must be going like the hakamim, Because the hakamim are the ones that held, like we learned in yesterday's da', that, that the Hayuf mezuzah in the Shkat peredin was the Uraita. So therefore, since you have the Hayyuf Dawraita on the Mezuzah itself of Paredrin, so you also have to put a Mezuzah in the gate leading to Peredrin. However, the E Rabbi Yehuda, but if you say according to Rabbi Yehuda, he learned that Paredrin itself you need. Why did you need? Because it's not Hayab Mezuzah. We gave different reasons why he said it's not Hayab and Mezuzah. One reason we yeah. said is because it's a Lishka Baal kurho, which is any, uh, it's a Diraba Baal kurho, anything that's uh, a forced dwelling, the queen's forced to live there, so that, that's considered a dwelling. In any event, the only reason why he said you put a Mezuzah is there, so it doesn't look like a jail. Right, because we don't want the kohen gadol when it goes into the, the the room over there without a mizuzah. They're gonna think it's like a prison cell. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they put a mizuzah just for for that. So the Gemara says, if you hold like the Mi'udah, he goof like zera. Peredrin itself is only a Gezerah. Well, now you're going to make a double Gezerah, which means you're going to say Gezerah on Peredrin. And I'm going to say, and the gate leading to Peredrin also needs one? That's a Gezerah, legezerah. Gezerah. Now rabbis usually don't make a fence to a fence, which means one Gezerah they make. But you want to say now, a Drabbanan, on the outer gate of the Gezerah to the gate of uh, Paradine itself—that itself is the banan. So the Gemara says, "No, Afidu Tamar the I'll even tell you that uh, the Biudah will agree. That what? Sharni Nikanor needed a Mizuzah. Kula hada Gezerahi, which is—I'll tell you—it's all one Gezerah. It's all part of the same Gezerah. It's one Gezerah. What do you mean? She's when the rabbis made a Gezerah, they don't want Paradine to look like a prison if you didn't put a mezuzah as well by uh, Shaara Nikanor since that's the gate he goes through to get to it, it also looked like a prison so therefore it's all the same Gizrat, it's not like it happened at two stages where they put it on Peredrin and then a couple of years later they said, yeah, you know what, let's put one on uh, Nikanor no, no, at one time when they made the Gizrat to put it on Peredrin because it looks like a, a like a jail they made the Gizrat to also put it on uh, Shaara Nikanor in order to save the, uh, to save the issues now According to the Netba, in this uh, piece over here, we should point out, he proves in this Gemara that according to the Banan, according to the rabbis, that which we said yesterday, that you have to put a mezuzah, on the Shkard Paredrin, he wanted to say it must be a Chayuv Mdeoraita, and therefore, since it's Chayuv Deoraita, any gates that are leading to the Shahr of uh, the Shkard Paredrin also be Chayuv uh, uh, Deoraita. However, according to the Biudah, like we said, that the Shkard Paredrin is only mitam gizera. So the Gemara is saying, if that's the case, it's only Hayab in So therefore, why would the gates leading to it uh, going to be Hayab? And that's the uh, that's the way the Dvah understands. Now it should be pointed out. The uh, When the Gemara says Afidu Tembar the we can say even the Bihudah will hold. You need a, a Mizuzah by Sha by Sha Nikanor because he says Kula Hadag Gezerai. So there's Rebenu Eliyakim. He writes like this: Shebayit vechasir neshavim de dvarechad, which is the bayit, the house itself, and the chasir leading to the bayit mm-hmm. is considered one item. But then Gamal lishka b'Sha Nikanor tushara azarat shinachat kalsid lishka neshavim k'makom echad. That's the logic of it. It's all considered one one uh, domain. Because she access the Paladrin through the Sha'an kanor. And therefore, if they didn't have a Mezuzah if they didn't have a Mezuzah, the people are going to think, uh oh, it's, it's a prison because it's all considered one. So therefore, it's the same logic. So therefore, it's one Gezerah. It comes to gezerah and goes further. So that's the first Deen. The first Deen is, all the gates in the bet Ha'an were patur, Shah Nikanor was hayav indeed in a Mezuzah. Okay. <laughs> Comes again one further. Tannu Rabbanan. We have a Brayta. Bisharecha. It says in the Pasuk, Uchtavta ma'al mizuzot betecha. U bisharecha. You have to put the mizuzot on your homes, betecha, u bisharecha, your gates. Ehad sha'are batin. That's the gates that lead into a person's house. seems that gates before the house. So the gate that leads into the house. haserot. <laughs> that would be the gate that leads to the courtyard. V'ekhad sha'arei medinot. literally is the gates of the... Medina is like a, a country. So that she explains what this is over here. Look at Rashi. medinot <laughs> on the top line. Yes, harim there's certain s- countries that are surrounded by mountains and forests. become a for you know, a large uh, area. Can go Eretz Which means uh, the only way you can access these places is through the gate of, the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the, that they have. Because otherwise it's, there's mountains, there's all, so they make a gate in between. So therefore the only way you can enter the city or the Medina is through that gate. So that's called Shaar Medina. The Echad Share Ayarot. Sharei Ayarot is the gates of the city. Again, the gates of the city is because uh, uh, they um, uh, you're able that to enter it. Uh, that was the entrance way to the city. Yesh ben Chobat Mitzvah lamakum So in these gates over here, again, Share Batim, Share Hatzerot, Share Medinot, Share Ayarot. Yesh ben Chobat Mitzvah There's an obligation. Te'ashim, to the makom, that's God, to put a mezuzah. Meshum shene'emar uhtavtam a mezuzot petecha u bisharecha. Now this is a strange language. Yesh pem chuvat mitzvah l'makom. I mean there's an obligation uh, to God to put chaya b'mezuzah. What does it mean? Yesh pem chuvat mitzvah l'makom. So I saw from one of the mefarshim, uh, he explains over here, uh, the siach yitzhak. He says a beautiful explanation He says the whole reason why we put a mezuzah On our homes Is for shemira Is for protection To protect the dwellers inside the home He says uh, The purpose of the mitzvah is not for what for personal benefit, as a security protection. The name why we do it is because Boreal Alam tells us to do it. Are these gates that are outside the city? No one's living there. So it's really not an inyan of Shemirah. Okay. So therefore there you're really doing the shem it So that's why the Gemara uses the Lashon This shows you that you're really doing the mitzvah For the sake of the mitzvah And not for any other uh, reason Yes, well, the Gemara is going to discuss that The Gemara is going to discuss the configuration over here uh, let's just discuss over here some of these inyanim over here. We said, Shari Hatserot. Shari would be the gates that lead to the courtyard. So that she, in Masichit Benachot says, A house that doesn't have a roof is Patur from a mezuzah. So the Rishonim ask, What do you mean? We're just saying Shari Need a mezuzah. Sharem Chaser also does not have a roof. So how does she explain that? So the Rosh answers, Chaser zeshone kevan chedarkol yiyot That's the way you use it. A house without a roof is not considered a house because it's the direct to have a roof. But Shaykh and Chaser, that's the direct of the tashmish of the the Chaser. Chaser doesn't have a roof in it. So therefore, uh, it is going to be Hayab b'mezuzah. Fine. Right. The Hazunish writes in his Halacha that even according to the Rishonim that want to say that Yehayah in a Hatzir, uh, like we said, the gate of the the, 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 the front of the Hasid, he says that was only in their Hatzirot in their times. Because they also used to have dwelling in the Hasid. they used to bake their bread in the chaser, they used to have their ovens there, they used to grind their wheat, etc. But our chaserot, they're just made like for uh, fresh air and things like that, and we don't really do any dwelling in the chaser of the house, the courtyard of the house, so they want to say that there would not be a Hayuv, let's say, per se, to put a, um, a mezuzah in the uh, Hasid. In any event, the um, Gemara talks about and ayarot. we explained was what? It's surrounded by uh, well, uh, mountains and uh, forests and stuff like that. And ayarot. So Yerushalmi says, uh, The reason why it's obligated is because you can only get to the homes going through that gate. It seems there's no other access to the city but through that gate. So we're learning a hadush over here. That not only does a Bet Dira need a gate, that's Petecha, but bisharecha as well. So as long as the gates lead to the access to the houses, so therefore it's going to be considered a Hayuv Minat Torah. Now, actually, there's a Machlok Nishonim on this. When it says Bisharecha, is that a Hayuv Minat Torah or is it Nasmachta? Very important Machloket. So in the Rashi, it's Ma'ashvah, Hayuv Minat Torah. When it says Bisharecha, Bisharecha means gates. However, the Ritba says, Ha Ha'ayuvu Midrabanan Bilvad. And the pasuku Bisharecha is only an asmakta b'alma. So therefore, that's a very, very important machloket, um to, to understand the ramifications of such a case. Okay, comes the Giv'an and continues. The mayor? <laughs> Amar le... Huh? The mayor or the... Who's khayab, right? The people yeah. of the city, the committee, the committee. <laughs> Amar le... Amar le... abaye l'Rab Safra. Abaye tells Rab Safra. Um. Hane <laughs> abude the Mehuza, are the gates, the gates of the city of Mehuza. Now that she tells us, Shareir Shishma Mehuza veHayu ban Yisrael. All right, she already tells a big hadush that it's mashma that the only cities that are hayav in Mizuzah are if you have Rov Yisrael living, majority Yisrael living in the city. Now we'll go back to that and see if that uh, is, uh, uh, you know, goes, goes according to everybody. In any event, he said, the gates of the city of Michoza, mezuzah. How come the rabbis didn't put up a mezuzah in the uh, in the gates? We just said the sharia, you need a mezuzah. So he says, Amale of answered him. Which means these gates over here were built to support the buildings that were above it. Which means it seems that these were more like beams of support, these gates, than they were made for entrance. Now true, it seems they did use it to enter the city. But the primary purpose, it seems, was in order to hold the structure that was above it. So therefore, uh, that's considered not a petah, that's more considered a, uh, a support, and therefore it's not considered and Therefore, you're not Hayav. Le'akara There was a building that was built above these gates. V'neklah chube. That's the name of the building. The chube. It was made like a um, like an arch, right underneath. When you build the building above an archway, let's say So it's just a support So since it's a support, it's not going to be Hayab in Mezuzah Now, uh, the Mefarshim explain over here uh, When it says in the Gemara So the Me'idi explains over here Hadush she calls shard shein matarat asiyatul eshemesh kichnisav yitzia that any shard that's not made in order to exit and enter lomroche b'paru eshemesh kichnisav yitzia even though you're using it but since it was built for a supportive purpose in hayavim bo b'mizuzah that's the big hadusha the meidi which means even though you're using it lechnisvile yotzi. But since bottom line the matarab, the building it was what? For more of support it doesn't have a deen of Bisharecha. However the Tosfatreed says Shaya baal Really there were other gates. So this gate over here was not used. And since it was only a support, that's why it's patur. But it comes out according to the that if indeed they would use this gate over here for entering and exiting, even though it was made for support, it would be Hayat. So it comes out, you have a great Mahlokan over here between the Ritbah, <clears throat> exactly, and the uh, Tosfatrid. The Ritbah holds, even though you're using it to enter and exit, it doesn't matter, what was the purpose of the building? It was purpose to support Operation. patur. According okay, to says no. The only theory I have to say it's going to be patur because it's supporting is only because they would use other gates. Now, regarding what Rashi said, because you have rov Yisrael, so this needs to be understood. Because according to Rashi, it's mashma that if you have, let's say, a house and its partners, you have Jews living in the house and you have Goyim living in the house. Um, so if it's fifty-fifty, it's mashba kote to Rashi, yahayav, or actually according to Rashi, it's mashba bepatur, unless you have rov yisrael, which means mashba dafker, because it's rov. Mashba anything less than no yisrael is going to be patur. Absolutely <coughs> oh, good. so he says like this: um, only in the case we have rov goim, it's mashba going to be patur. Um, so he says over here, and if you wants to write like this that Shitat Rashi she shutafud goyim poter mezuzah, lob good that's what we said. That's rashash the question on Nashi. He says like this, Im shutafud petura. if once you have a shotafut with a goy, which means once you have a partnership with a goy, it doesn't matter how much goyim, partnership with a goy. You're off the hook. Goy is poter. It's got to be solely Yisrael. (laughs) So the Nashash is some If a Shutafut of a Goy is poter, what do I care? Even if the Jews are the Mi'ut. Bottom line, if you have one Goy living in the city, that's considered a Shutafut. And if you say that a Shutafut of a Goy is not poter, so then wouldn't have to come along and say rov. Just say you have Jews. So he doesn't understand why that she had to play the rov factor over here. The Chowra, if you're holding that Shutafut of a Goy is poter, that's why you have one Goy living in the city. it, you're be uh, you them, the it, mm-hmm. So then drove. So that's Lashash's question on that continues. So again, the reason why they didn't put the Mezuzot in Abuleh mehosa, because we said support. Support beams for the buildings on top of it. safra. gufa. Hold it. He says, you should put a mezuzah on the gates over there in Mehozah for the building itself. Because it seems the only way to access those buildings was to go through that gate. So forget about the fact that it's supporting. But now it's also an entrance to a Bet Dira. Right. And we learned before that just like a Bet needs a mezuzah, Entry. the entrance to a Bet also needs. So forget about whether you're entering the city with it or not. Leave that point. Or it's uh, supportive or not. Bottom line, it's serving as the... Entrance to the So it says yeah. Which is because the people in this building over here used to have the shomer used to have the prison, let's say warden or the guard that was in charge of uh, you know uh, watching the. Uh, so it was actually the prison god lived there. So therefore the someone's living in that building, so it should a So going to prove it because we learned in the bet that's the synagogue Synagogue is patur from mezuzah As we'll see But let's say there's a room In the Bet Knesset Where the hazan lives Not the hazan, but the hazan means the shamosh and Sometimes they would build a synagogue And in the synagogue itself there was a room Where the hazan would live, he would sleep there So it says the mezuzah The synagogue is hayavet mezuzah, why? Because you're going from the mezuzah you're going to the Bitkinessit into a bedirah, So the same logic over here. Which even though a Bet bitkin is no means patul from a mezuzah. But if it leads to a bedirah, it's hayab. So the same thing over here. So the Gibbara says, Ela baye, sakana. What's the sakana? The sakana is like this. In Mechosah it seems there was Goyim. So we're concerned if you're gonna stop putting a mezuzah on the gate of the city, the Goyim are gonna think you're doing magic or black magic to them. They don't know, what are you, you're banging scrolls into the wall, there. they might uh, you know think that you're doing some type of uh, spell on them, and therefore they might punish them. Not only Sakanat nefeshot, even Sakanat Mamon, which means they might now levy Tax taxes. taxes. It says says, <laughs> Because we have a brighter to prove this. A mezuzah of a personal residence, you have to check the mezuzah twice in seven years. Why? Because we're worried that it might uh, have gotten decayed or, uh, you know, uh, some of the letters might have uh, s- uh, smudged, etc. And it becomes personal. So twice every seven years, that's for a mezuzah of a individual. They share have beam, but a mezuzah of that's the result of those public uh, places, like on the gates. Paramaim bayubil. You just have to check them twice every 50 years. It seems the reason why they say is because... We don't want to make it too troubling on this, when it comes to the Sibur. Because if you're going to make them check them out too often, everybody's going to say, you know what, I'll, I'm not going to go. I'll let somebody else do it. And they're going to keep on pushing it to somebody else. What's going to end up happening? Nobody's going to end up doing it. But if you tell them you have to check it twice every 50 years, already uh, somebody responsible will come and do it. So the Gebra says, <laughs> There was a story with... Artabin. Some say that was his name. And some say... That's the name of his trade His profession Ah, oh, he was checking the uh, The Mizuzot On the marketplace in Sipuri So uh, an officer Found him checking the Mizuzot And he fined him A thousand Zuz Because he thought he was doing some type of witchcraft He saw him changing the Mizuzot Checking the Mizuzot He didn't know what he was doing over here So you see over here, Sakara Sakara doesn't only mean, like I said uh, physical Sakana, but even a monetary. Okay. So you see what? That's why over there in Mehozah, they didn't put the Mezuzah on the uh, on the city entrance. Really, it could be, it was Hayav in mezuzah. But because of the Sakana factor, they were able to uh, not do it. So the Gemara asked the question, he him, How did this guy get damaged? He was going to do a Mizvah, he's going to check the Mizuza. And we have a cloud that says what? And when a person's on a uh, mission to go do a mitzvah, the mitzvah protects him. And here he got uh, he got damaged. If the damage or the danger is prevalent, then already it's uh, it's a problem. Which means, you can't put yourself in a dangerous situation and say, uh, I'm going to do shaliyah mitzvah, I'm doing a mitzvah. It seems in that city, it was dangerous. So therefore, the mitzvah does not protect it. How do you know this? The story is told in the Navi. When God wanted Shimuel and Avi to appoint David Amelet to be the king of Israel. So he tells him, go appoint David. Instead of Shimuel just saying, okay, Shimuel says, how can I do that? Shaul's going to hear about it, who is the present king, and he's going to kill me. Now, what do you mean? If God told you to do it, go do it. Shimuel and what are you worried about? Ela, Shimuel understood. That no, this is shakir hazekah because we know that Shaul had a, a thing with David. So therefore, <clears throat> Shmuel is not wrong for asking God, "How can I do such a thing? The mitzvah is not going to protect me. Shaul's going to me, He's going to kill me." God agrees with him. He says, "Fine, you have to do a ruse. Go make believe you're bringing a korban." and therefore he won't realize that you're going to inaugurate David he'll just think you're going to bring a kurban and therefore you'll sidestep uh, the anger of Shaul, at least temporarily so therefore you see that what? where the shekhiach ezekah, you do not rely on the anyan of uh, shiluheh Mizvah. now regarding the subject over here of uh, checking the mezuzah once or twice every seven years so the Tosfot in Menachot says that you're not checking for haserot and yetirot. You're not checking if the some letters are missing because that already you checked when you wrote the mezuzah. We're not assuming that any letters uh, disappeared or extra letters were written in the interim. It's hanging on your uh, doorpost. We're just worried about that the letters that were written already might have gotten mikulkal uh, because it's, uh, it's 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 exposed. What's the nafkamina? You wouldn't have to give the mezuzah to an expert, Sofir. When a person could check it himself. Which is, you're not checking uh, the letters themselves to see what's missing, what's not. You just need to see if there's any any letters that got cut or smudged or uh, erased or things like that. That's what the hatam sofer wants to say. Uh, the poor scheme right that even if a person, let's say, checked three of the mezuzot in his house, you cannot rely on hazaka. You can't say, well, I checked three of the Mizuzot, they all came out okay, and I can assume the rest of the Mizuzot in the house are cashed. They say no, because not all places in the house are equal. Some places are more prone for, uh, for damage than other places. not. so therefore you really have to check all the uh, house. Now, according to the opinion of the Shemushar Abba, Tefillin also must be checked uh, twice every seven years. However, the Rosh. He rejects that opinion, and he says that there's more logic that a mezuzah will become more ruined than a tefillin. And therefore he wants to say you're not obligated to check your tefillin twice every seven years. That's only a deen by mezuzah. However, uh, the Urhot Chaim writes that people that don't wear their tefillin every day... It could be like they had different, different pairs. Yeah. So therefore, those they should check twice be, twice in seven years because when you don't wear it, could be just left in a, in a, in a, in a certain spot and that can cause it to uh, decay. Uh, of course, the post all right that if you know something happened to your tefillin, for example, you wear it with wet hair or you leave it in your car exposed to the sun, then of course you would have to check the uh, tefillin. Then it's no then it's no question. The um, the mephalshim do point out as well uh, that again you have to check your mezuzot twice every seven years one uh, fellow gave a good way to remember it that if you check your mezuzot every leap year so that's one way to remember you'll always be in line with checking it once in seven years because basically that's what you have you have about two leap years in seven years so if you put in your mind every shanah me'ubaret you'll check your mezuzah you should uh, be in line with this uh, with this Takana. now bit Okay, every Adarbet Always when Adar bit. comes uh, Check your Mezuzah Now Regarding um, Regarding this issue over here of Sakanah I saw from uh, One of the Ah, uh, They say like this V'lachin Akatavasiach Yitzhak Well, actually, this was the attid that they used not to put a mezuzah in the ghettos and the concentration camps. Because the Chorah the concentration camps in Germany, or Poland, there was all Jews. And the Chorah, there were gates that went into this uh, ghetto. So the Chorah, the Jews in the ghetto, would be hayaf to put a mezuzah. But since, obviously, it would be an anyan of sakana, the Germans would see that we're putting up mezuzah, so that was their intent not to put the mezuzah. But the poor do say that if you're able to embed the mezuzah in the wall itself, which is put it in the concrete and cover it, and just make a little cement on the wall to sew where the mezuzah is, that would be uh, better. But if that's going to be sekanah as well, then of course, uh, one would be uh, patur as well. continues. Tane Rav Kana rav Yehuda mm. Okay, Rav Kana, learnt the Braitha, the following Braitha in front of Rav Yehuda bet Tevin Be'et Tevin would be a storage house where they store Tevin, Tevin would be straw bet bakar Beata Bakar would be like a um, barn. a barn that's right, where they have the uh, the cattle Okay, a cattle house, exactly <coughs> Furthermore, beta that would be a storage house of wood. beta otsarot, that would be the storage house where they store wine, oil, or wheat. A common denominator between all these places: people do not live in these places. Therefore, the Brighthas says peturin min and then the Brighthas says mepenesha nashim neotin Bahim. Because the ladies they beautify themselves in these areas, so the Gemara says, "Umai neotot." What does neotot mean? Rochatzot. <laughs> which means neotot over here comes from the lashon, not na'e beautified, but hanaa. Hanaa is they have pleasure, which means they uh, they bathe themselves in these areas, and therefore the reason why you patoot in these places is because it's a gnai since the ladies over there are not dressed when they're bathing themselves in these places over here So the ptur is not because they're not in Yadav dwelling The ptur is because since people stand in there undressed So therefore it's not considered makom of kavod And therefore place that's not kavod is ptur from a mezuzah If you look at um, Rashi May neotot ot, rohasot what does Na'atot mean? The Rohatot Ibad. Na'atot la hana'a. Umishum de makom genayu shi'omdob sham arumot en kavod shamaim leo sham mezuzah. So that's the Yaptur according to this blighter. So Amade rabi uda. So, the view when he heard his brighter from Nath he says, diru <laughs> It's master, the only reason why it's patur, because the ladies bathe over there. <laughs> but if they didn't uh, bathe over there, Hayavin, you're going to tell me that the Hayav, how could that be? That we have another brighter, it'll be brighter number two. Bakar What are you talking about? You have a, you have a barn. A barn is patur because it's patur because it's not a bed dirah. So what are you telling me? Only because the ladies go in there and they're not uh, dressed when they're bathing? It's not by Kavot? Eila. So Rabbi Yehuda says, "My neotot mitkashetot." Neotot means vilashon na'er, beautify themselves. <laughs> they put besamim on, make they would use those areas to beautify themselves. ketani, <laughs> afal That's the Idush. It's coming to say that even though they beautify themselves in these areas that's not considered a betlira, and they're going to be Peturot. So Kazar to Rav Ka'ana he learned really, in principle, these places are Hayavot the only reason that Peturot, because Neotot him because they stand there undressed and therefore it's not considered a place of Kavod whereas Rav Yehuda says, no, 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 no these places are Patur Be'etzim and the Hadushis, even if they're used by the ladies to Beautiful. beautify themselves, etc., it is still going to be Peturo Look at Rashi. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that maybe it's considered a dwelling. So I learned why it's not a Dira. So comes the Gemara and says. So again, so far we have uh, two Balaitot. Balaitot number one is telling us what? That a uh, refit of bakar is indeed uh, patur, because either uh, they bathe in them, that's what of is learning, or it's patur even though they beautify themselves. That's the two ways to learn the first brayta. The second brayta clearly says Refit makar peturah mezuzah. That the ref of the Bakar is indeed Patur. So comes the Gibran and says, What do you mean? You're telling me if the ladies are going to beautify themselves? You want to say that's Patur? Can't be. That. Yeah, right, huh? well, we have a clear brighter that says the opposite. That when the ladies beautify themselves, that's considered and they were going to be. So now you're stuck. How are you going to answer? So Rafkanak comes up and How are you going to answer? Name now. But Raya Bistirandi is brighter over here mm. So the Gemara says Mitkashetot You're going to have to say that what? That. that it's a makhluk at tana'im, Which means one brighter that said Even though they're kashetot, It's patu, that's one tana, And the second brighter that says what? That if they are mitkashit, it's hayab. That's a different tana. So you're going to have to say the, the concept of mitkashit is a mahlokit tana'in. Does it make it a betira or not? So he says, لدidi nami. So he says, according to me that I explained in the first braita, that when it said, uh, when it said, um, me penishen otot him, How did Afghanistan explain the word noatot? No atot? means because they made themselves. So he says like this, I'll tell you what, stama uh-huh. tanaihi, that it's a machlok and also a stam refit, which means according to the first breita, it's telling you it's only patur because why? Because the ladies bathe. Mashma, if they didn't bathe, going to be hayav. That means stam, according to Afkana, is hayav. The other breita that said what, refit makar peturam in that's mashma stam, it's patur. Alone That's going to a different Tanna, Which means what Afghana is coming along to say Is like this Just like you're going to have to say to Yehuda That by Neotot Which means by the Anyan of Dressing themselves with makeup You're going to have to say You have two bright that to each other One says According to you Patur And one says Hayab What are you going to have to say It's about look at Tanayim so already once you're going to have to say it's a Machloket Tanaim, I could also answer that. And say, the number one that said what? The reason why a makar is patur was the lady showering it. Good, that's one shita. That the only patur is because showering. Maspa that stam, it's going to be Hayab. Oh, we have another Brayta that just says stam Refit makar is patur. That's arguing on this. So therefore comes out of content of Kana, it's a Machloket Tanaim, if a stam Refit makar is patur. According to one tana, stavnefit is patur. According to the other brighter, no, stavnefit is chayav, but only if the ladies are showering in there, because not derich, kavod. Okay? that comes the Gibran says, we're going to show you some mahlok at Tanaim on this. De we have a brighter. Betecha. Right? The Pasuk says, uchtavta, ma'am mezuzot, betecha. Ubisharecha. So the Gibran makes a derashah. Betecha. Betecha miyuhad lakha that's the house that is designated for you prat lebet taben that's the straw house ul beta that's the uh the barn ul bet That's the wood ul bet out sarot petulin so betekha comes to exclude all these storage houses biyes muhayabim but some say these are still going to be hayav. bi'amat amru halakha Everybody agrees That's the bathroom That's the place where they tan leathers That would be the bath house That would be considered the uh, Exactly That's the place where uh, the people Go and uh, uh, dip over there Tosfot says that Is worse than a uh, So it says So it says and that the ladies are ne'otot payem, we'll see what that means Peturim min a mezuzah they're exempt from the mezuzah so now we have this brayta, let's review what this brayta said yeah. the brayta brought a mahluket bata teben, Bakar. makar, bata aitzim, bata min a mezuzah good and some say, hayaf so already stam we see over here is a mahluket, tanaim then it says, places of not Kavoh, like a Beit HaKiseh, Beit bet Beit HaTemila, they are Patur, as well as a place where the Nashim are Neotot him. So now we're going to have to explain this brightly. So Gebra, Zatkanah Metaretz Al-Tahameh, Rabbi Yehuda Metaretz Al-Tahameh. Each rabbi will explain this brightly according to his reasoning. Zatkanah Metaretz Al-Tahameh. B'etecha, B'etecha Meyuhadecha, Praat e-bet ha-teben, Ul-bet ha-baka, bet ha-atim, bet ha-osrot, Sh-peturim in HaMezuza, Bistam. The yesh maha bistam. Which means, according to Rafkana, he learns what It's a machloket bistam. And then the blight, is very good. The machloket that's saying betekah is exempting, or you have a machloket in the, in, in, in the cases of beta tibin, etc. That's stam. But Rafkana will tell you if the ladies would beautify themselves with it, it would be hayav. Again, according to Rafkana, Rafkana learned it's a machloket tanaim in stam. So therefore, this blight works out very good. The Mahloqan of Beta Tevin and Beta Bakan and all that is tam. But if you would have the ladies put makeup and stuff like that, everybody would say, "Hayav." Now neotot at the end of this braita that says that all these places are piturot and in the case where the ladies are, neotot, neotot means roh. Where they are Bathing. Bathing. And therefore, pituri mina Very good. So it comes out according to the Afghanah principle. Stam Machloket Niotot ba'im hayav. Rochatzot ba'im patur. So the says is holding. If at the end of the bride the word noatot means rochatzot, what's the difference between a bit of or a place where the ladies are not dressed. A bit, that, that's a beta merchas. What is a bit merchas? A place where people bathe. So, what do you tell me two cases? Betta merchas and a place where the ladies uh, bathe. That's the same thing. So the girl says, Ihake, hai That's merchats. So you told me it's part from Mezuzah. Why do you have to tell me two cases? Uh, where the ladies bathe and the case of a bit merchats. Ashmi'in al de rabim, bashmi'in al merchats Two different cases. What's a public merchats? That's a bathhouse for the public. And what's a private menhats? The something that I can't mean a menhats that zuhama. A public bathhouse where what has a big smell to it because a lot of people are using it over there. That's patur. I'm a menhatsi. I can zuhama. Emma, the chayiv and mezuzah. I might think a menhatsi. I can't maybe. It's chayav. Kabbash marlan. That even a menhatsi. I is also patur from a mezuzah. So let's go back for a moment because the nafkanas shita is very significant shita. Comes out of Kanaz learning like this. That's just summarize the Shita. A bet abakar, bet taben, bet aitzim, bet aotzrot. All these are storage houses. Mahloket tanaim if it's hayab in the mezuzah or not, and that's the way he squares off the braytot. Now he holds as well if the ladies are dressing, dress, uh, 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 ma- putting makeup on etc, making themselves beautiful that's already high chayyav according to everybody because that's considered a bit in the case where the ladies are standing not dressed because they're bathing themselves this is going to be biturot so therefore the first b'raita that we said the first one that we start today is Gemara. In all these cases, we said the Peturot because the ladies are bathing. That's Masma Stam. You're going to be Hayab. And the second Braitha that said that Beta is Patur in all cases, that's going according to Shitan, the Tanah that says Stam is Patur, even without the bathings. That's the way Rafkanah learns. Now, at the end of the Braitha, the reason why I had to say Betta Has and Niotin. Which is what of course. There's a the difference between the Betta and of Rabbim, and the of Yahid The only question is, why would you have to tell me Betta tibirah? The Chavra Betta tibirah is the okay. same as Betta and So Rashi says, look at Rashi dibura matkil, Rashi dibura matkil, The last Rashi on the uh, Amud, kilomad. Better tevel or better makar or better haetzim? Which are the same no hatsot. But more better tevila. Afagav the Hashemina merhats. Even though already you told me merhats, it's still Hashemina better tevila. Afagav the lika zuhama. A better tevila did not have so much uh, smell. So the Chadusha better tevila is it still uh, uh, patur from a mizuzah for sure. A better merhats of rabbim and the Chadusha even a better merhats of Yehi is going to be patur. What is it? Can I say about the morning? About the makeup? Chayav, sure. right, right, that's right. Adorning is chayav. Now we go back to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda mitzetsa tachamet. They don't get undressed over <laughs> there, over there, uh, over there. He's saying it's, it's a dina because they, 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 they use it. They use it for, 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 for living purposes. Rabbi Yehuda mitzetsa tachamet. Watch Rabbi Yehuda shita now. The achi katani Now we go back to the blight. You know what betecha teaches you? Betecha amiucha decha. Prat Lebet a Teben Obet a Bakar Obet a Aitzim Obet a Asarot She peturim Min ha-Mezuza Afilu So the Beuda says Metkashetet Does not Obligate you Adorning does not Obligate you Therefore the Torah says Beteketh Can be a dwelling a bit. Which means Just because the ladies Are according to the first Opinion of the Brayta Peturot They yesh Mehaibim Be metkashetot And someone to say what no, if the mitkashet it's hayav, which he comes out according to Bav Al Stam, it's not called patur. It's very good according to the Bihuda Stam betativen patur. Where's the machloket mitkashet or not mitkashet? Good. Yeah. Now they met amru according to everybody. Betakise betabulsiki betamirchans betatemila after pishanashi mitkashtot byem beturim and mezam mishum din afisu haba. These places, even though the ladies do put on their makeup over there. The patur because it's not a place of kavod. Why? Because there's a lot of zuhamat there's a lot of smell over there. So it comes out according to... Let's get back to the Be'udah's opinion, just repeat it one more time. Stamma patur. Stambe tatebe and all that stuff is patur. Alright, so the first b'ayta that we had over there that said uh, mitkashtot, uh, or, or the word was uh, ni'otot, the Be'udah will learn that that word ni'otot means rohatsot. So since it's no that's why it's going to be uh, patur. Or, we we'll say like we learned in the Gemara. That means even though they're putting makeup on, it's patur. Because once she holds, that the makeup does not make a hayuv. So again, when it says afal pishde otot, even though they're making them so beautiful, they're still going to be patur. But there's another prayer that's by that what? That even if they're, once they're putting on the makeup, they're going to be hayab. But stam... Patur. Now, Kavz says, Rabbi stamad the called patur?" Oh, you tell me I Rabbi stam? Betatib and all these other storage houses patur? That's the gates that lead to the houses. Oh, that's the barn. That's the chicken coops. Ummat Ben That's the straw shed mm-hmm. That's the wine story Stop right there There's the question Because here it's clearly telling me in this brighton That what? That Stam Refit is Chayav You told me Stam according to everybody is Now there's a, it's a long brighton Let's just finish the bright And then we'll just zone in on the question At Oh, are you going to tell me from the word that you're also going to include that's like a gatehouse. That's a small little entrance that goes to the Hazir, like a booth that enters into the Hazir. Is that also considered the Hayav? That's like a little vestibule in front of the homes. That's like is the um, we call it a gallery. Uh... Right, that would get them to the second floor. You'd walk through this little uh, a landing or a gallery to get you to the second floor. Are these places hayat? These are only passing. The bridges like to get from one place to another. Good. So therefore we're saying what? Gates are chayav. vestibules that just get you from one point to another point where you don't really stay there at all. Okay. And you don't do any tashmish over there is going to be patood. Yaakod shanim marbe. Av betta kisev, betta burski, betta mechash, betta tamila. You think those places are also going to be hayav tamud nomad? Bayit. Ma bayit? Asu likabod. af kol asu likabod. Yatsu elu sheen asuim. Lekabod. Yaakod shanim marbe. af harab bayit. Oh, what about the... Entrances on the temple map, and the offices, and the courtyards, and the, the courtyards. Buy it. Just like a normal house is mundane, all the items that are mundane, like we learned on yesterday's app, we mentioned in the introduction, that this Braitha exists, this is the Braitha. I want to say anything of Braitha is going to be Patur. Okay, but bottom line, we got the whole Braitha, so it's giving you the gamut. These are Hayav, these are patur. But one thing is clear. A refit makar is hayav. As Kemara says to Yufta. A refutation. End of subya! Rabbi Uda can't answer this. Because here clearly we have Rabbi Uda said, everybody else's refit is patur. And, and here we have a clear brighton that says the that refit is hayav. What do you mean? It, but this makes more sense. Katanav kana. Katanav says, "Look at the name." There's a tana. But continue to view that today. Everybody holds oh, that stamash <laughs> patud. What are you doing over here? We have a brighton that clearly says hayav. Okay, comes the gemara. Continue. That's the sort of view that is refuted. The yufta. Tane rav shuweil bari yudah kamed Okay. We it's not like we said, you right, we have to give all those answers exactly. Okay, Tani, Rav Shmuel, Bar Yehuda, Kamed Raba, Shisha Shari mezuzah. Six type of gates are patur for mezuzah. Bet Teben, that's the house of the uh straw. Bet Bakar, that's a uh stable or a barn. Bet Aitzim, that's for the wood. Met that's for the oil, the uh, wheat, the shaman yes. yeah. the Sha Hammadidi Sha'ar is a um, it's a arch gate the the Medine people used to, in the architecture they used to build it with an arch, so therefore that's considered like an arch gate. The Shahar she mekorah. That's what Joey asked. A gate that is does not have a uh, a post on top. I it mean, it's a roofless gate. Or a gate that's not 10 to high. That is a very interesting braita. Because the braita tells me, gives me six cases, and it lists seven. So the Yabana says, <laughs> And you opened with six cases, and you gave me seven. An arched gate is actually a mahluket. So therefore, there's really six that are indisputable. You got one that's subject to a mahluket. If you have a gate that's made like an arch, now, the reason why Hakamim are going to be put is because we're going to learn that in order to be Hayab mezuzah, the entrance has to be at least four wide. When you have an arch, what happens is it narrows in the arch. So therefore, it's less than four tifahim at that point. So therefore, Hakamim are going to say an archway is patur, and the Mimim is going to say an archway is Hayav. Now the Gemara explains. The Shavin, everybody agrees. Shemyesh beragliha. asara everybody agrees if let's say you have the posts on the side reach ten tefahim and from ten tefahim from the ground to the top there's four tefahim of with she hayeved bimzuzah. then everybody agrees is considered hayeved b'mzuzah because the minimum shoot of b'mzuzah is you need a gate that's ten high that has four wide so if from the ground you have ten Tafakim, and the width is four. I don't care if it arches above that. Everybody's going to agree you're going to be Hayav. That's, uh, that's Pashoot. Now, Amar Abayya comes along and says, Everybody agrees. If, let's say, the gates are ten high, which means, if the gates are... Uh, below it. Right. If the gates are 10 high, which is fine, and then not the height. However, yeah, we have a picture for that, which, was, which we'll see in a minute. The ember aglia but let's say from three off the ground, already it's arching, I meaning you don't have four Fahim at least above three. Lav it's patur because anything less than three is considered on the ground and therefore it's considered on the ground and therefore you didn't start a petah which means again that's right, you need to have at least three tefahim high of four tefahim wide again, the gates are ten. Three high starts the arch, so if you have four at least above three you're okay L- less than three that's the point. Less than three no argument. Because that's considered, it's on the ground, that's nothing. So that's case number one where everybody agrees. Let's continue. or the opposite. Let's say it's wide four above three tefahim. asara. But it doesn't reach ten. Which means the gates themselves are not ten. Not Lo nihleku, where's the mahlokit? Ela b'gibu asara. Vies per Right, which means it's ten high And you have four tefakim above three tefakim Four wide above three Again, ten high You have above three tefakim Goes four all the way up to above three tefakim After above three tefakim It starts to narrow, it starts to arch Here you have a makhluket What's the makhluket? Uh l'chuk However, there's room in the arch, if you chisel out, the arch, you can get to yeah. four tifahim. So the mahluk says, Here's the famous ma'loket. The Bimi says, You chisel out. You don't have to chisel out. We consider it's chiseled out. And therefore again, It's three tifakhim. You have already your shi'ud. Beautiful. And it goes all the way to the top, to ten. However, above three tifakhim already, You're losing your shi'ud. It's curving. But since you have thickness in the walls, Where technically, hypothetically, If you chisel out, now right. you'd get the fourth beam all, all the way up. He says it's okay. Let me hear. I said he said no 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 no. And hokei came lachlim. <laughs> you cannot be hokei lachlim. Now I want to point out. I want to point out. That that the archways we're talking about over here have a row of bricks above the archway. And in that case, the it will say that you can use Hokekim Nashli mean. If you chisel out the sides, you'd get the width of Fort Tefahim. And since you have a mashkof on top of the arch itself, which is a flat-like roof on top, in that case, the Quadralintel, that would be Hayat and the Mezuzah. Now let's read the Rashis together over here. Look at the Rashi. Let's just read those cases inside to get the uh, terminology. Before the arch begins, you have 10 tefaqim. And then the width starts to diminish. So you have 10 high, 4 wide. So already everybody's going to say hayab. I don't care what happens above 10 Once you have 10 by 4 Whatever happens above that is okay According to everybody If the width is diminished Less than 3 also Everybody agrees? No good not klumi it's considered less than 3 is lavun it's just considered a protrusion off the ground it's not considered an entrance it's not considered an entrance or let's say you have goes up 3 from the ground 4 wide but it doesn't go up 10 then klumi (laughs) Okay, <laughs> which means you have three to five off the ground it's four wide but you don't have four wide all the way ten up however before it gets to ten but there's enough with on the sides chisel but there's enough width on the sides to chisel so if you look at Nashi, Nashi is giving you what it isn't and what it is. It's uh, the second picture on the bottom you see, that you have a little space over there because you have the thickness of the arch where you can actually uh, chisel in. second on the first picture over there, there's no room to chisel. It's like a triangle. You just uh, There's no room to, to chisel out. The bimihir sabah, continue Rashi who since from the three off the ground you have four wide shem is considered an entrance so you're able to chisel to make it equi with top bottom okay comes the and the b- obviously argue comes the Gemara and continues the that's a synagogue. Ubetah Isha, that's a house where a lady lives. Ubetah Shutafim or a house of partners. Hayavim Hayavib Mzuzah. All these three cases of Hayeb Mezuza. What do you mean? People live there. Meaning it it's a it's a dwelling. Why shouldn't you be Hayavine Mezuzah? Mao de Tema Betecha Velo Beta. Uh, regarding the lady's dwelling, it says betecha, which is masculine, your house, as opposed to beta. So I might have thought that what—that a house where a lady lives is patuv mezuzah. Velo betah, betecha, velo batehem, or I would say betecha singular, and not a house that is shared by many. For example, the synagogue is public usage. A house of partners is more than one. Kamash malan, that even though it says betecha. These institutions or houses are not exempt. What do you mean? Maybe, maybe it is exempt. Who told you? Maybe the word Bentechah does exclude these cases. Amar Kera, the Pasuf says, If a person fulfills the mitzvah, what does it say at the end of that parasha? In order that you shall have long life. What? You think these people don't want long life? Well, a lady doesn't need long life, Uh, the people, partners that have a house, they don't need long life, or the members of a Beit don't need long life. So therefore, since the Lema'an Yerbu Yimechem is written, that's coming to include everybody. So Ka'a Zedekah says, Ela betecha l'amali. So where's the word betecha come and tell me? Betecha seemingly exempts those. How do you learn the word betecha now? Kedrabah. Tamar rabah derech bi'atcha. Which means it's teaching you where to put the mezuzah. Betecha, the way you enter the house. Vehi akar is when a person uproots his leg to walk, he uproots and starts to walk with his right foot. And therefore you put the mezuzah on the right side, because that's where you're gonna enter first. Because since your right foot goes in first, so it says betecha bi'a. The way you enter. So therefore, Betecha is not coming to exclude what type of house it is a Hayav or Patur. It's coming to tell you which side of the doorpost do you put the Mizuzad Again, since most people walk by stepping forward with their right foot first. So therefore, the right is the first that encounters the doorpost on the right. Side. We have a brayta. shutafim isha, There's a law of negat uh, zarat. You have leprosy on the walls. Okay, the queen comes in and renders it tameh. So the hadushovir is what that a bet keneset or a beta shutafim, a house that has partners or a bet a isha, ladies' house. If there's zarat on the wall, it can become tameh. Beshta. I mean, of course. Ramaud etema uba asher lo habayit. Which means the Pasuk says that the Kohen will come to the person that owns the house. But it says, Lo abayin. Lo the la. I might have made a dirashah the word law, his house, but not her house. Lo the lo la hen. Again, his house, singular, but not their house. As, as a clue, excluding shutafim. So therefore, the Gaborah says, wait, Maybe it is coming to exclude that. Amar kera bebet ere sa'ozat khem. No, the Pasuk clearly says, in the house of your dwelling, which is all houses. Oh, so, what is the law coming to teach us? Ah, it's telling you who gets sara'at. Not what type of house gets sara'at. But a person that his house and his utensils of his house he only uses for himself. He's a miser. He doesn't like to lend his kelim out to his neighbors. The neighbor comes to him and says, "Can I borrow, uh, you know, the shovel? I don't have one." So what does God do? He puts sarat in the guy's house. Now what does the guy do? All his kelim he has to put in the street. And what happens? Now when he empties out his house, the neighbor says, oh, I thought you didn't have a shovel. Hey, you have to read them over here. So therefore it's coming to long. Right. So the pasuk is coming to exclude somebody that lends out his kelim to others. That guy will not get leprosy. So the pasuk says like this, Buy it. who gets sara'at as shiloh habayit that all the stuff in the bayit he keeps it himself he doesn't lend it out but if somebody lends out his goods this guy's not going to get sara'at but from the fact that it says bet uh, ahuzat yeah. bet tells me all houses whether it's a lady's house whether it's a bet keneset or shirtafim hu oh. bet hakeneset The says does a bet keneset get subject to the laws of leprosy this over here is uh, belongs to everybody, it's public property, so therefore it's matched for that what? If you have a synagogue as we learned earlier, that has a room where the Hazan sleeps in it, That's a dwelling Haya b'mezuza so that synagogue is Haya b'mezuza because the synagogue itself leads into the Bid leads into the room where the Hazan is sleeping Veshe'imba ba However, if it doesn't have a Bed-Diraah, Machloket, Rebimi'ir Mechayev. Rebimi'ir says still a synagogue is Hayav in mizuzah, And therefore it's going to be Hayav in negaim, Right? Just like it has a mizuzah, it's not exempt from the word Betecha. It's not going to be exempt from the word Asherlo. Vachabim Potrim. Because they come along and say, since it says Betecha, Betecha comes to exclude a public. house, so therefore it's going to be exempt also from... A second answer I can say both are going to into the banan Both statements Very simple answer Which means I can say That sometimes the synagogue is Sometimes it's not Sometimes it's hayav and negaim, meaning it's subject to the game, sometimes it's not. What is it dependent on? If it has a dwelling. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the Banan say if it has a dwelling, it's hayav. If it doesn't have a dwelling, it's patur. I can say both Brighton are going like the Banan. When it has a dwelling, it's chiak to have sara'at. When it doesn't have a dwelling, it's not chiak. I mean, the first answer wanted to say it's a machlok and trabi and hachamim. Right. Which means I'll tell you like this. The Brighton that says it's subject to negaim is talking about where it has a. Uh, where, it, uh, where it doesn't have a betida. And there you have a machlok, the bimim and hachamim. And the bimim will say, no betira, still hayav. And the hachamim will tell you, no betira, patur. Now we're uh, minimizing the machlok. It's all hachamim. It's all the rabbi's opinion. And I'll just make the haluk in. Does it have a betira or not? If it has a betira, it's subject to negayim. If it doesn't have a betira, it's not subject to negayim.